Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. Welcome back to another episode of Second Z's Cubed with your usual hosts. We are all here again. And this time, we are going to see a beautiful thing, which we will link for you, unlike the last episode where we didn't link for you because that was not worth you seeing. But this one we are linking to you. And the country that we are going to discuss is Mongolia. And the piece that we are going to be talking about is a piece that was presented by the State National Orchestra of Mongolia and some dancers that are related to their um, national theater. So um, that is going to be really fun to discuss. I love a lot of the cultural stuff from Mongolia, especially their dance and a lot of the history that's there. And I'm really looking forward to discussing with everyone about this piece. So without further ado, we will begin discussing and thank you all for joining us. So I started last time, so some other person can start at their leisure. I, you want to give it a go. Uh, I'll follow through after you. If I can go first, if you don't want to go, it's up to you. Um, okay, I'll, I'll take the lead. Um, I, <laughs> I really enjoyed this piece so much i i don't know what i was expecting but i, I f- remember feeling surprised throughout the whole watching experience it's not exactly what i expected when i first clicked on the video the music was so beautiful mm-hmm. i actually felt moved by it you know it of course went through different phases there's kind of like a melancholic feel to it in the beginning and then it has that one part where everything is sped up after i think like they use the audio of like horses neighing and then it picked Mm -hmm. up and then it turned melancholic again so um i do have to uh give a little shout out to um arbat ardeen who did the music i really hope i pronounced the name correctly correctly but the music was phenomenal it took me on such an emotional journey Mm. and um uh it it was something that my mind kind of constantly was um humming along to it even after i finished watching the video so for me the music was a standout factor of the video um just excellent through and through um and as i was watching the video of course i was struck by the fluidity of the motions and you know the artistry of it all of the dancers but also you know there is some I'm trying to find the word, maybe some militaristic aspect to the motions, but it's in a very fluid, organic way. Um, And, you know, from the little research that I did, well, it's not little, but from the research that I did do. um, Like the little research that I spent five years doing. 
I tend to go a little overboard. Um, It is indicative of the culture and the history of Mongolia um, and the actual like physical geographical features of the country, you know, the... I think the their love for horses comes through in the piece as well. Um, and the main dancer, I think, utilized, um, you know, like acting throughout his dance um, piece very well. It wasn't just him going through motions. If you con- kind of concentrated on his face, you could see this sort of bittersweet aching um emotion on him and that just paired perfectly with the music and the motions and um you know of course like in the scene where it picked up after the neighing of the horses uh it was very much a different energy mm. but it was still very engaging i kind of this thought took me out a little bit but i was looking at it i'm like wow this would make an excellent workout class just the hand pump movement and the leaping across and everything i'm like this would make a great cardio workout uh but it was just really lovely and an enriching experience and even when i was watching the video i don't know if i'm totally off base but about a year and a half ago i went through a very deep obsession of circassian dancing and georgian dancing and just like the caucus region in general like my social media feed was just filled to the brim with that dancing and i would like youtube everything i'm like this is so beautiful and awesome at the same time. Now, as I, as I was watching it, I'm like, there's just something to me that reminds me of those dance videos that I would watch, particularly this one um, of a Georgian dance group. It was like a very small dance group and they were performing on um, a mountainside. It was very grassy and they were dressed yeah. in their traditional um and it was very much like the same feel where it's the the movements are very fluid but also militaristic and precise and there's a lot of athleticism that's involved um so i did see that i don't know if this is really off base but i did see that throughout like the history of mongolia there were some turkic influences and i'm wondering if that might be where it's coming from that like I said, like the movements are very different, but it's just the vibes and the energy give me a similar feel to um, Georgian and Circassian dancing. Um, and I would love to, like, I would love for the opportunity to go to this grand theater and witness this up close, because I think that there's a certain magic that you just don't see every day. Um in, for instance, the United States or um, in Europe. It's very much a distinct culture. I should say Western Europe. It's very much a distinct culture. Um, and I don't I don't think many people get the privilege to witness something firsthand like this. Um, and I just, I wish that there were more opportunities for people to enjoy it. I'm not like 100% surprised because I've known for a while. I I haven't delved into it because I do not like metal music. It triggers my anxiety very, very badly. Yeah, but I have heard for quite uh-huh. some time that Mon- Mongolia has a thriving metal music scene. Yes, they do. 
Yeah. It wouldn't hurt you. It wouldn't hurt you to listen to the Who. You know, um, H. The Who. Yeah, H. U. Um, oh, the Who. Okay. Both, yeah, both visually and also in their style of music, and they use a lot of the, the Mongolian throat singing as well with it, which matches so nicely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a metal. Metal can be so boring, and uh, the thing is, is that when they bring those things into it, it gives it a strength that is so divine. Mm-hmm. I think you'd like. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to check it out. I'm very just particular try one with song, my the who. Yeah, yeah, just look at you, at you. I mean, even just the instruments are beautiful. I mean, you, you can just look at the instruments. You look at this guy's like double bass cello that he's playing and the way it's been carved at the top into this most intricate, beautiful kind of dragon. It is so oh. divine. You oh, know, their whole beautiful. their whole image and everything about them. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Mm. Not all of I it, mean, but, you know, yeah. Mm. I like Gaulish metal music, so I think maybe yeah. <laughs> Mongolian metal music might just be up my alley. I'm so glad that you spelled it out for me because I was envisioning the who, W-H-O. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To- <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'll have to check it yeah. out. These guys, these guys are rock and roll. You know, it's yeah. even if you just put in there, like, you know, because there aren't many uh, export Mongolian uh, metals. But uh, these guys have kind of exported a bit, you know. And um, so Mm -hmm. if you even just went into the the Mongolian, like, heavy metal or Mongolian metal rock, whatever, it's not that heavy, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more, it's more, it's more in the, in the region of, uh, and, you know, that that kind of, that kind of metal. But it's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, we will rock you type of thing. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's got that to... kind of vibe to it, you know. It's got that like boom, 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 boom vibe to it, you know. Which is they, they they bring this this kind of beautiful, ooh, uh, you know, feeling of 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 a great energy, you know, power. There you go. Like, you know, the, the way they use their voice and their, their music is oh, it's incredible. Yeah. So oh, finish man. the thought though about you said talking about the metal team. Then you you got into we got off on a tangent. So go back to your thought about the beats. As well, and then Johnny. Oh, continue. um, okay. <laughs> um, I just to sum up everything. Um, m- music is a highlight for me. The choreography was lovely as well. Um, and the acting of the lead dancer, um, tied everything in together. I love the costuming. Um, and this was, I think a great introduction to, uh, Mongolian arts in general. And I recommend for our listeners to really go and look at this video to get the full experience. I think, it will touch everyone who watches it. Um, just, yeah, there's sorrow in it. There's optimism. Um, there's grace. There's a little bit of everything. And, um, I think that everyone who is listening should go and check it out, but this is a summation of my thoughts. Thank you. That was beautiful. It really was because it's it's so much, you know, firstly, I mean, the fact that they have the state orchestra 
estate company, mm-hmm. they have ballet company. You know, this they to me all- is is uh, shows shows. Oh wow, you know anybody who can do that, especially a place like Mongolia, and can maintain that theater. And even they wanted to break it down. Apparently, at one stage, the original and the people stood up and said, No, 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 no. You don't do that. That's that's it. That's history, man. You know. Um, so, so it seems that the involvement in art uh, with that, which is the Mongolians, are, from my impression, are very earthy and elemental people. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 everything about them is, is elemental. It's to do with the conditions that they live in, the wind, you know, especially. You know, you listen to those instruments, it's so indicative of that, that cold ice wind, tundra wind, bow, coming in. Mm-hmm. I hope I got that right. Um, yeah. You know, but but also also there is. I do feel like you said that uh, due to the conditions in 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 the area and the way it has been, or uh, you know, that a certain militaristic element would come into any formal, I would say, funded uh, possible theatre. You know. Yes. Um, the, I think there are certain parameters, or maybe it's just a natural, like, how do you say, uh, you know, hybridization between cultures. Um, mm-hmm. But also at the same time, yes, you, the, 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 it's inevitable that, you know, their representation of horse and, and what, what was yes. represented as, as can be interpreted as either a, uh, a raid or it can be interpreted as. A, a little battle or skirm, anything it can be interpreted. Maybe it's something historic, um, mm-hmm. you know. But the way they grieve the dead uh, afterwards, to me, is is uh, it just was so beautifully done. Mm-hmm. You know how they they went through the riding and all that, and the the beautiful movements and battle and etc. And the way they represented it so elegantly. Mm-hmm. And without having to do big explanation or you know bang 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 the drums. Um, they just simply the story told itself through the movements and through their incredible interpretations, you know, mm-hmm. because you can see how solidly the people, the, the performers, are, are um, involved in what they're doing. They they honor what they do. There's an honor in it. Yeah, that's the word. Mm-hmm. A bit of dignity. Yeah, nothing wrong with a bit mm-hmm. of dignity. Um, and and but it was the way they honored the dead after. Mm-hmm. That's the way it came across to me. It was like you had all the fast-paced riding, and, all, and then they seemed to go into slow motion almost. Mm-hmm. And they started honoring the dead, and they, they actually gave an impression of the spirits rising from the field of battle. Mm-hmm. You know, it, That's the impression. I, I got just this feeling that they, they, they took on this airy feeling with them. They, 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 they lightened themselves from being very solid and boom, you know, coming forward, you know, attack, and then into the, like, you know, the, the, the whole battle as it happens, the riding of the horses, you can see it happening, and, and you know, them coming off the horses and battling and on the horses and all these things happening. And then when it comes to that end, they seem, like I say, they slowed down and their energy changed their energy completely. And the, yeah. you could see these spirits lifting from the battlefield. And that that I thought, wow, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's rock and roll, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's beautiful to what I mean, what beauty and interpreter and to, yeah. Like I say, I still stand in wonder that mm-hmm. 
it is placed so high that culture can actually even have a state orchestra. A state. Mm-hmm. That, that is a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful because the Mongolian people, it's a hard life. I think for most, uh, you know, whether they're working in the city or whether they, you know, majority, I think, are still sitting in the rural, you know, going out and, and nomadically surviving off the land, uh, sheep, etc., you know, uh, goats, uh, and, and, and living in harmony with the land. And I always love them because, you know, their main token is the wolf. So I go with that, you know. It's like I go, boom, mm-hmm. boom. You know, I think they call it Fenris or something like that. Uh, but it runs with the Gallic kind of thing almost. It runs with the Viking type. It's just weird. But anyway, the connections with everything. But mm-hmm. the beauty yeah. of um, nature, the nature of the Mongolian, which is, I think, I don't think any state or uh you know, state uh, institution, no better can be represented than if your artist can show the actual deep nature of the culture. Mm-hmm. The deep nature, that's the tough one, you know. It's a tough one for anybody because think think about around the world, about where you, you represent a dance but at the same time, you're representing the heart of the people in that dance. Yeah. It doesn't happen often anymore, if ever, um, where people, you know, it, it is like in that one dance, I've got to look into the, into the hearts of the Mongolian, you know. Mm-hmm. It is that, that beautiful strength, powerful strength, but that strength of, of gentleness, that strength that comes with, with that beautiful, gentle caring to it almost and, yeah. uh, and, 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 and souls that are happy and, 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 you know, all those things, all of the qualities that are the Mongolian, you know, the, the you know, life is life, yeah. you know, very resigned. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's- and, 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 and yeah, sorry. I was just going to say it's the very the piece moves me a lot because yeah. it it not only is a beautiful melody that they compose for the piece mm-hmm. for the story mm-hmm. excellent beautiful but then on top of that the choreography obviously transports mm-hmm. you like you said it takes mm-hmm. the, us into their heart but not just that oh. yeah it's like it's like as a showing you the pride that they have for yes. their country, yes. showing you the the power that they have in their their values, their belief systems, um, not just inside of the feeling center. And I feel that it's yeah. it's just a really really big sense of honor. Like I got a very good sense of mm. honor from this, like honoring the ancestors, yeah. honoring the dead, honoring history. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the stereotype is true. Everybody in Mongolia has to learn how to ride a horse. Almost everyone. Oh. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a huge riding culture. And so the, the, yeah. the horsemanship piece, of course, naturally had to come into this piece. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if it would or not, because I wasn't sure, like, at first when the story was going, if they would include it. But... Mm. Of course, it's like you know. It's part of the piece. It's part of. I really. Part think it's people. a part of the actual. Yeah, the yeah. marrow. Yeah. You know. 
Absolutely. So yeah, at the end of I think the day, a child learns so to amazing. ride before it learns to walk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. Because they I do mean, it, yeah, and they honor it to such a great extent. And the land and the, and the, the pragmatism that the Mongolian has is is mm -hmm. within itself, you know, a pragmatism that doesn't deal in emotional uh, blackmail. True. So, the pragmatism I'll tell you a funny of story the, the Mongolian, the horse yeah, you know, minute, it, it doesn't it doesn't go into that. It's like the, this needs to be done for this to be able to survive. And this, you don't overdo it. You keep it within the balance of things, but it always is involved with a, a, a sense of dignity and respect. However, mm -hmm. it's not that blackmail issue. Do you know what I mean? Ah, you kill you kill wolf puppies. Oh, that's horrible. Which I mean, of course, I would. You know, what I mean, hey, hey, anybody hurts a wolf puppy, <laughs> but it's a necessity in the condition that the people people are in at that moment to keep the numbers down, due to you know to survive together. They don't wipe them out. They don't like go on a big, you know, it's a little and it keeps the balance. Um, now a lot of the shepherds have entered into like seriously. I mean, <laughs> they've entered into a weird bargain, you know, with wolves and things like that because the Siberian wolf is quite quite a quite a force uh, of nature, and mm -hmm. the, the way they deal with it now, you know, they almost are befriending the wolf to a weird extent, you know, in order to find the bad because it's easier. It really is. Yeah. If you are able to befriend the wolf and therefore like feed the wolf so it doesn't take the like sheep, you've got your guard dog, which is like being bred into this like beast of great proportion. I mean, they really have got, I mean, they've got shepherd dogs that are crossed with wolves that have the jaws the side of the wolf. They are bad. <laughs> um, but these guys, they, they, they do everything in a way that it's not – um, like I say, it is not a blackmail. It really isn't a blackmail. It's not like done with any, it, it is so practical in what is done, but done with a heart of unity, not a heart of separation, like as in, I hate you. No, I hate these things. No, you know, it's done just purely within the thing of let's keep harmony within everything. Yeah, that's the impression I get. Yeah. And and it has this like like not only the tradition, it's like talking about the the way that the way that they're moving forward as a land and its culture. But I wanted to tell you a funny anecdote about this mm. one, one one I mean it's like something I heard randomly and I thought, oh that's funny because it's also made but it also makes sense. And now I want to see it. So my mm -hmm. friends in Mongolia. And uh, I also had some other people I know that lived there for a while. And this one said, he's like, oh, there's a tradition that we have called catch the catch the lady. And it basically is that the there are two people riding on the horse, the lady and the man who wants to possibly woo her to marry her. And so the, they will have a race with the horses. And basically, if he can oh. catch her while they're riding and bring her onto his horse, that shows that he has great strength and agility and blah, blah, blah. And so the funny little anecdote was that if she actually wants him to win, she'll slow her horse, she'll check her horse a little bit and let him catch her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but kind it's like, like... And they actually do this, like, um, 
they have this tradition and many other traditions like like a lot of traditions around the, the the land, around the horses, around many things. So it's a great idea for people who want to go to Mongolia to check it out because it is really fascinating because a lot of the old traditions and the old cultural practices are still done now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It no, seems that those, those traditions are held on to, you know, uh, and sanctified which I find wonderful because it, it keeps a balance within uh, the modernity, let's say it that way. You know, I mean, it, for many people to hear that there's even a city in Mongolia, I think uh, shocks them. Um, they go, what? Mongolia? No, but Mongolia is just how long it's, it's dead. There's nothing there. Definitely not. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely not. But I mean, the average, average, you know, you ask anybody about the average, but you know, Mongolia, Mongolia, where is it? Where is Mongolia? Uh, Mongolia, Mongolia. Oh, that's South America, isn't it? No, no, that's Bolivia. Okay. Oh, gosh. You know, it's like you're going through that that's route. The, that's the 18th and, and, biggest country by land mass. Anyway. It is true. This is it. But really, I mean it. it try it out. Give it a go. Ask, ask, go, go, go buy yourself some milk at the cafe and say to the guy, so, uh, ever been to Mongolia? <laughs> It'll be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it will. Because, but yes, our civilization, as we so call it, whatever it might be in its various forms, the world, uh, northern world, the influence that the Mongolians had and have is immense. It is so immense. Mm-hmm. You listen, you take the instrumentation that they use, those instruments. Those instruments come from far and are a mixture of things, like we had with the bagpipes, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It is true, yes. It, these things also evolved out of, you know, all sorts of cultures passing through that area, which was, a, you know, a very powerful area, you know, kind of all. I think the, the, a lot of Tibet ended up going that side into Mongolia. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. uh, I think a lot. I think a lot did. And yeah. uh, 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 got embraced into the Mongolian culture and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and then the same, the same kind of, you know, uh, whatever you would call following uh, what they believe in, like uh, I think it's Buddhist, is, is very, yeah. very uh, purist in a sense of, of, of that, that form. And the people themselves do not align themselves in any way with, like, you know, like you don't hear a Mongolian say, I'm a Buddhist. No, 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 I don't do that. Uh, that's a side thing. Not a side thing. I don't mean to diss it. I mean, I mean, what it is is they don't identify themselves with that. They identify themselves as Mongolians. Right, exactly. And I you going to say something? pretty the, good. The thing, you were, you were on a thought, but then it went away, maybe. Bring it back. Oh, right. We were talking about horses and um, I was wanting to ask you both. But when I was watching it, um, I was struck kind of by the movement of their arms and hands. And it reminded me almost of like the flapping of like a hawk. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we know already. 
Yeah, we already know that um, the dance is a reflection of Mongolian culture and, you know, just the um, geographic features and horses and all that. So I was wondering, I was wondering if you had both noticed that the motion of the arms um, and maybe connected it to, uh, you know, the hawk and another way mm, to sort of tie much. in the landscape to the dance mm-hmm. yeah and i also yes, noticed something else but i'll leave that till later what say because it because they, they they're the guys they're the big dudes they they, they, they head off with the golden eagles you know they're big big birds yeah. golden eagles are big they're the biggest and it was so yeah. interesting that you said that because just in a simplistic movement that was done a simple movement was done, and 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 I saw it from the chaps. Was they were, their backs were to me as they did it, mm-hmm. as they turned and did it, and it's just in the representation of that arm that I could see that golden eagle on his arm, and I could see him releasing it. Mm. Yeah, and and you brought yeah. that up, and and I mm-hmm. went, wow, that 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 to me is man, you guys are doing a good job. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a great job. Yeah, amazing. What were you going to say? They deserve more accolades. you were going to say, oh, yeah, because we're going to move on from this topic soon, but tell me the thing. Okay. Yeah, this has been uh, driving me nuts. Every time I watch the video again, I'm like, what does it mean? What does it mean? Um, I'm like, maybe Johnny and Allison will have an explanation. But the very beginning... Um, the main dancer picks up like this boulder or big stone and then places it next to the leg of one of the other dancers who is kind of like on his on his knee in the circle. And every time I rewatch and I'm like, what does that one action mean? Did you did you guys make any sort of sense from it? Do you what kind of significance is behind that movement? Once you run through that again, where he pointed the stick. No, where he like where he takes the rock, and he puts it down yeah. by the other dancers, yes. and then he does the yes. solo. Oh yes. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, it's interior. It's interior. Yeah. The 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 rug is interior. Uh, what that is is the rug very important in the culture. Uh, those rugs are mm-hmm. so important. No, the rock, the Johnny. Johnny, the rock. A rock. Oh, rug. oh sorry, I read rug. The rug. Oh, the rock. <laughs> Good grief, the rock. What is that? I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't <laughs> like rock inspiration is important part. in Mongolian culture, yes. But well, he, okay, I'm gonna rock. step out of this one because I've got it all wrong there. You know, <laughs> Alison, you can go for it. Yeah, I'm watching it again. And basically it looks like those people are indoors and he is outdoors. And- and then he putting a rock down. Maybe he is he like pantomime gesture this way, like to motion to something. And he walks mm-hmm. over, and it feels like he's placing like that. Maybe showing the heart, the house, the yurt actually. And then he goes out and does a solo to and showing you like the land it seems and like the place but yeah it looks like they're showing the the house for that first part okay yeah mm. gotcha okay gotcha. Anyway. gotcha yeah gotcha i mean look at the rock 
it would generally represent uh, uh, land. The land, the house. So, mm-hmm. You say foundation. land, the house, whatever it is, foundation, yes. And when you lay that rock down, uh, from wherever that rock has come, it is a representation as well, you know, mm. of, of everything mm-hmm. that you've come from, I think, in that sense. I know that there's probably a more direct uh, um, tradition that runs with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Um, I think very clever, uh, very simple, very clever. In fact, all of it was done with such beautiful simplicity. Um, they created images and, and, and feelings with, with absolute simplicity. But now, now yes. I'm intrigued with the rock, you see. Now I'm totally like, I'm into this now rock. Now I wanted thing. to get it times and tell you. Oh, <laughs> baby, baby, the rock. Yeah. I want to know <laughs> about that rock. I was- Yesterday as I was drifting off to sleep, I was like, the rock, what does it mean? The rock, the rock. What does the rock mean? Why, (laughs) why? I have to find this person. I'll track him down. I'll phone him in the middle of the night. Uh, Why the rock? Oh my God. Why? (laughs) (laughs) It is a beautiful representation uh, in a very simple form of land of of history of so many things i walk in there and i put a rock down you know i'm not saying in in this culture i walk in and put a rock down nobody will even blink twice um but (laughs) no i mean come on it's just johnny uh johnny johnny picks up johnny's got um you know it's that kind of thing but um in, in in that culture, it is it, it is it, there's, there's something very respectful. Something I don't know. It's 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 a it's like I am bringing to you the place that I stay in, right? Which you have not seen, but here I bring a rock, and I put it down. Yeah. This is the representation of the there's land a that I am from. Representation of you, probably. And I think the tour of was you, yeah. somewhere. Like they may have toured it around. And if they're bringing the rock mm. from their place, they're bringing their place to you. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. That's, that's a good explanation because it seems significant in the piece. Um, yes. It wasn't like some wayward action. It, there was like care and attention put to it. So I'm like, obviously yes. there's some significance to this rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a good explanation, Allison. That's just what it came to my mind. I mean, I'd have to talk to the choreographer. I know it's got something these deep kind of things in your mind, like, oh, maybe it means this. And then you ask the person, they're like, no, actually, it doesn't mean anything. And you're like, no. Can you reach no, out to I, the I, choreographer? We need answers. No, I mean, I mean, I do things like that. You know what I mean? But that's mm-hmm. only just to keep an audience's interest, you know. It's, <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, also for performers. You know, they need something, you know, so I invent something and I just say, well, there's a rock. Okay, fine. Put the rock down. That's it. Good one. You know, represents everything. All right. Feeling better? Mm -hmm. Good. Let's go. But in that case, the the way, as you say, the way it was done, it was such reverence uh, that was placed in it and and in the whole piece. Um, You've now got me really fired up to go find that. We'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode. This episode was produced by Alma Pictures and Baker Street. Join us.
us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you. Merci. Gracias. Gracias. Danke. And have a great week.